Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Coast and good morning to everyone on the West Coast. And I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. We have a great show for you today. Do you want to look younger and healthier? Reverse the aging process if you can through food and through cutting edge discoveries in natural, raw, and organic health? Well, we have the guest for you. My guest is David Hersog. He is a certified nutrition coach, a powerful motivational speaker, life coach, and author of the best-selling book, Natural to Supernatural Health. He's been invited to the White House, to the UN. He's helped actors, entertainers, government leaders, athletes, and speakers worldwide. And he speaks in conjunction with the premier supplement company, SuperHealth. He's also the founder of David Herzog Entertainment, LLC. Welcome, David. Hey, Patricia. Great to be on your show. Yeah, nice to have you on. All right. You say that we can reverse the aging process at any age. Really? Yeah, you can, actually. There's, there's hormones in your body that govern your aging, and as you reach a certain age, usually past your 40s, uh, 35, 40, certain hormones go down, and there's natural things you can do to boost up those hormones, and when the hormones get booted up, your age starts to change. So you start looking younger. You start feeling better. You know, a big joke I tell guys is, you know, the guys always think it's a woman's problem, hormones and aging. I tell them, well, after a certain age, you realize you, you, look, you look behind you and you're flat, but it ends up in your stomach. You know, that's hormones. And you can do that really at any age? I mean, or do you think you have to start young? Oh, no, any age, but the younger you start, the better it is. So that, 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 that's really the thing. Like, like people that get Alzheimer's or something like that, you know, it's, it's a lot harder because they're already at an accelerated yeah. problem. And, yeah. But if you do it younger, like acetylcholine is one of the hormones you need just to keep your brain fluid. And when you don't have that, your brain starts to dry up, and that's your brain speed starts slowing down. So you want to the sooner the better, you know. But but any age, you can start to reverse it. You know, right. no matter tell what us age the you name, are, if you do, if you do nothing, you'll get worse. You know. Tell us the name of that hormone again that you just mentioned for your brain. Oh, there's one that hormone's called acetylcholine. And where do you find that in what foods? Okay, I'll give you the foods that that one can do. Yeah, acetylcholine, you can find like in fish oil, CLA, you can take DMAE, uh, ginkgo biloba. Um, mm-hmm. So there's just, you can take natural supplements that will help you. It basically, if your, if your brain dries up as you get older, you start craving the healthy fats. Yes. And, the de- and, the, and you're basically dehydrated. So you want the healthy fats that helps. Again, to dehydration of the brain, and your brain keeps sharp. That's why some people in their older age will be really sharp, and others are, are slower at, at an older age. You know, avocados, goat cheese, cucumber, right. asparagus, lettuce. Also, spices are really good. Spices, mm. turmeric, sage. In India, they have the lowest cases of dementia and Alzheimer's because of all the spices they have in their foods. Interesting. David, let's talk about natural health in general. Do, sure. What does that mean? Does that mean foods? Does that mean everything, body, mind, spirit? What does that mean? 
Yeah, it means everything, but but I think food is the, the biggest part of it because if you eat really bad food, you know, then the rest of your body and your mind and your emotions eventually will get, will get clogged up. So natural food is just basically eating as much food that you can that's in this natural, organic, raw state. So when you're eating a lot of heavy cooked foods all the time, all the time, eventually it clogs up all your arteries. When you're like a teenager, you know, you can, it seems like you could eat anything and you stay thin and fine. And after a certain age, your body doesn't produce, produce enough enzymes to deal with the, the toxic the toxic kind of foods, and you need to start, you know, changing your diet, basically. Yeah, interesting. Now, so, can yeah, you get you everything, good, David, from foods, or do you really have to use supplements to supplement? I mean, you don't have to do anything, but, but our food supply today doesn't have the minerals you used to have 100 years ago. You know, the soil isn't as healthy as it used to be. So, so a lot of times now you eat foods, you don't have the nutrients. So you, I think people really need those supplements to, to make a difference if you really want to be on the edge and have really the full energy and, and, and feeling great, you know. What are the differences between natural, raw, and organic health? Okay. Well, yeah, basically, the book is Natural to Supernatural Health, but basically, raw and organic, that's the key. Natural food is food in its natural state, preferably raw and organic. So organic food, basically, is food that hasn't been sprayed, you know, with the pesticides and steroids in the meats and all that. And then raw food is uncooked foods. So, for instance, you eat, you eat a steak that's cooked. That takes eight hours to digest. You eat that late at night, you're probably going to still have that in the morning in your stomach. You eat a big raw salad with that steak, it cuts down the digestive time to four hours. So the more raw food you can implement in your diet, the quicker things that come in your body come out of your body and you stay healthy. Anything that stays in your body too long starts clogging your system. All right, question for you. What is your feeling about raw fish? Raw fish. It depends what kind of fish. If, if it's wild fish, it's a lot better, I think. If it's farm-raised, then it's really dangerous because you have a lot of sicknesses that come in the farm-raised. They're raised in really tight quarters, and they're stressed out, and, and there's all kind of junk. Uh, I like my fish cooked, of course, a little bit. Um, when, I about, when I say about raw, I'm talking more about the raw fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Once, you get, okay. once you get into the meat, like sushi is really, I like sushi, but you want to make sure that asking what kind of fish they're using. The problem is a lot of times the fish isn't wild. We live in Sedona, so we have a really healthy place here that we can mm-hmm. go to it. And they even have like brown rice, even with the sushi instead of white. So it just depends. If you're, you're probably thinking about sushi, I'm wondering. Yes, I am. I am. But now, okay. there's been a lot depends. of, let me ask you, there's, there's so much... I hear a lot of controversy about organic. I mean, so many people will say, or you must eat organically, and other people say, well, it's really not that necessary and it's more expensive. What's your, what's your feeling and science behind this and why? Yeah. Why, why there's a controversy or just why organic is better? Why organic is better. Well, again, like I said earlier, regular foods now these days, spray their vegetables with all kind of chemicals and pesticides. So that's going in your body. That's making you toxic. You know, there's a lot more sickness we have today than we had even 50 years ago. I mean, they come out with new sicknesses every year. So the yes. food supply in the USA is really, really messed up. I remember I was over in Europe for a while, and I could eat, like, you know, stuff that normally you'd gain weight with, and I wouldn't gain weight. And I noticed in France and Italy, people were eating all kind of stuff that we would normally think, oh, man, we'll gain weight with it. They weren't getting the weight because their food don't have the toxins that we have in our foods. So mm-hmm. people that say, well, you don't need to do it. It's more expensive. You know, they're really listening to the media. They're listening to – all I know is everyone that I've 
had going organic and raw foods, and, and when I've done it, man, everything shifts. Your body's healthier, your emotions are yeah. changed, your mind clears up. So I think a lot of it is people think, well, I don't want to spend extra money, so then they come up with reasons why not to do it. But I figured this, as you get older and older, so many people, like men, for instance, get prostate cancer, women get these kind of sicknesses. You can majorly reduce your chance of sickness by eating organic. So I kind of feel like as a health insurance policy, eating healthy, eating organic, eating raw. I mean, if someone doesn't mind, you know, taking on some of the sicknesses that are coming on everybody, I'd say go for it. But I think more and more people are really concerned about their health these days and, and want to stay as healthy and young and strong as possible. All right, so let's talk about beginning without feeling overwhelmed. For people listening to this and saying, gee, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure I'm doing much of this. How do they start? Okay, how to start is first you got to detox your body because most people have been eating whatever. You know, they've been eating, if you live in America or North America, the foods you've been eating for years have toxins in them and your body sometimes holds it in for years. Even when you take certain vaccinations, most pharmaceutical drugs, it, it's a foreign chemical. So most people are clogged up in some way, liver, gallbladder, colon, um, just feeding meats that aren't organic. A lot of that stuff stays in your, in your intestines. So, first so how do you detox? detox? A colon how cleanse, do you do that? liver cleanse, you know, all those cleanses to really get everything cleaned out. That alone will make a huge difference in the weight loss and even like acne, all kind of things. All right. Can you explain what a colon cleanse is and what a liver cleanse is? Sure. Colon is the first thing I, I recommend people to do. The colon basically, you know, even like people as you get older, you have a little bit of fat in your belly and you think, oh, I'm getting fat. A lot of that is just undigested fecal matter is just sitting here in the colon. So colon cleanse is the first thing you want to get cleansed. Once the colon gets cleansed out, the liver starts to detoxify, and then you, want, you can focus on the liver. So the colon's first. Get that out. You start dropping weight. You start feeling better. Then the liver. The liver is one of the main, main functions that, take, that tries to take in all the toxins and clean it out. When you're young, your liver can handle a lot of junk. As you get older, the liver doesn't seem to have the ability to detoxify things as fast as it needs to, and that's where sickness comes in. So, All right. What, how do you detox? How you, do, do you do that through food yourself, or do you take supplements? How do you detox? There's, there's different ways. You can, take, you can take colon cleanse supplements. Some are better than others. But, it, but if you're, like, over 40, and, you know, 40 years you've been eating whatever kind of foods, the best, best way is colonics, hydroclonics. It flushes everything out of your system really thoroughly, so you can go to a colon hydrotherapist, and she'll do it. I mean, you can do the, the tablets, but I recommend at first doing colon cleanse with colonics. Let, you know, they, they flush water into your intestines. Yeah, colon, colonics have been highly controversial, sure. uh, and I'm not sure why. Can you explain that? Yeah, it, it seems like everything I've seen so far that really helps you has been controversial. So basically, you know, there's the Food and Drug Administration, there's, Big business, there's, you know, there's a lot of competitors out there. If everybody starts eating really healthy, clean their colon, a lot of people will go out of business. <laughs> so I, th- I think part of it is that. You get one or two cases here and there where someone had a bad, you know, experience, but that's like with anything. And then the media or sometimes will, will overemphasize that thing. In general, I know, I, I know so many people that did it, and had they not done it, they would have had full-blown cancer because it flushes all the toxins out of your body. A toxic... Liver, a toxic colon produces an environment for cancers and for all kinds of sicknesses. So now, for, I, I, don't know I, wanna, I think some people maybe didn't drink, you know, they, they, they did the cleanse, didn't do it right, or, you know, in general, your body needs to be cleansed out. So, again, 
even if someone had a bad experience, it's not it's not an excuse to not eventually in some way get get the cold cleaned out. Yeah. Now you let me ask you. Um, I've been told recently that the colonics of today are very different than they were, let's say, twenty years ago. They're much easier. They they yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same equipment that they used years ago that was much more cumbersome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have a way better technology today. So normally, I don't know anyone that person that had a problem with it, but you hear once in a great while a story that comes out. But that's like anything. You could say eating apples is good for you, but someone somehow ate an apple and something happened to them. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't say, well, don't eat apples anymore. Or So I think it's so one of those once, where, once someone has the cleanse, how many times do you suggest they do this? To say it again, when someone has a cleanse, suggest how, how, they do how many it. times suggest? How many times would you suggest they have the cleanse? Well, uh, when you're doing colonics, if you've never done any kind of cleanse before, they, they tell you to start off with a series, like 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 say you do like two a week for for like a month, just because the first one will get you, you know, hydrated. Sometimes the second one you really get released, and of course the, a good colonic therapist will tell you to take probiotics right after each one because mm-hmm. you're, you're you're taking things out of your system. You want to put you want to put the good enzymes back in, and I, I did it. For instance, I did it, and I was totally like, I'll never do it. Colonics, you know, I'm a guy, I'm not into that. So I started reading the benefits. I said, Wow, I think I better do this. Started doing it, and it was amazing. I dropped weight so fast. You know, I wasn't overweight, but the little weight that I had that I needed to use smooth was gone. My skin cleared up. I felt so much lighter, cleaner. And then when I started eating healthier, which I always did, but I just increased my health. It seems like the healthy raw foods and organic foods you eat after a cleanse goes right into your system. But when you're, when you're clogged up, even if you start eating healthy, sometimes you don't feel the effects of it because you're still clogged up. So you, you do the cleanse, and then as you're eating healthy, like you immediately feel the rush of eating raw foods and organic mm-hmm. foods. And, you know, like I'll make a shake in the morning, you know, and I feel the energy immediately, like liquid energy going right into my system when I'm clean. Mm-hmm. All right, tell us the most important item that you would like our listeners to remember about your book. What are some key points, David? All right, the key points is, one of them, of course, the cleanse that we talked about, but really that they deserve to feel better. You know, when they start cleaning their body, then their emotions start to change. A lot of people have less depression even. Then they start mentally being more clear about their goals in life, their purpose in life, and people seem to be more even happier and successful when they're physically healthy. So really, I want them to come away with this book is, wow, I can do this. It's not impossible. I can get myself physically strong. I can get myself emotionally balanced. I can get my mind clear. And I can start to dream again and do the things that I feel I'm supposed to do in my life instead of just kind of surviving. So that's really what I want people to get out of the book is that in mind, body, emotional, spiritual, in every area, they can get back on that high level if they want to. Mm. Now, you talk about certain foods that really heal, and I can list some of them in your book that are terrific. You talk about ripe orange, cannabinera pe- pepper, so or, or a jalapeno, garlic mm-hmm. and ginger, figs, parsley, yeah. kale, organic apples, cold-pressed extra olive virgin oil. Yeah, so, for example, I have people that call me, they, they have laryngitis, so they'll go, man, what do I do to a friend of mine? And I'll say, well, and, and I have it in there in the book, I tell them to make a hot tea and put some ginger in there and put some organic uh, honey and some lemon, organic lemon. Lemon is a cleanser, ginger is a cleanser, 
and they and honey is also, and they put that in their body, and they take that by like twenty four to forty eight hours. It usually knocks out laryngitis completely. I I, even, I had it once. I was I was traveling too much. My immune system got down. I was speaking a lot, and I the, the doctor told me you have acute laryngitis. So I said thank you. I just want to know what I had. Then he wanted me to take antibiotics, and I said no, I don't want antibiotics because. I'm going to India next week, I told him, and I don't want my immune system depleted. And antibiotics does both. It takes away what you have, but then depletes your immune system where you're open for another sickness. So I, I did the recipe I just gave you, and within 24 hours, it was completely knocked out. And I have it in my book, actually, different little recipes like that that will knock out sickness, uh, flus, garlic. Now, I want, I want to ask you about the, the ripe jalapeno. Because as you write, this will feel like it cleans you with a fire-like sensation. And some people, and myself included, don't, you know, we don't like hot things. It doesn't feel good in our system. It burns our throat. But you're saying it's helpful. Well, you know, it depends how desperate you are. If you're sick, some people just like to put up with it for two weeks. Others are like, I don't care what it takes. I need to get healed. So it depends on how fast you want to be healed. I don't like necessarily, I don't take those hot peppers all the time, I take them. One time, I had a flu, and I was really, really, really needing. I had mucus in my system. I was like, "Wow, this is years ago." I, I got to get this out of my system. I got to travel. I got to speak. So I could decide. Decide. No, I don't want the hot stuff. I want to feel that sensation. I'll just wait this out. It just depends. But I'm the kind of guy that I don't want it in my body for one day. So I, I do what I got to do. So either off a ripe jalapeno or paprika pepper, I put it in a shake. I mix it with like juice, coconut water. You know, so it's not so strong. You don't really taste it. And, and then I drink that in the shake with a bunch of, I mix other stuff in the, in the blender. And I tell you what, immediately I t- start drinking that drink. My mucus immediately starts coming out of my nasal passages. The flu started to leave. Within about 24 to 48 hours, my flu was completely gone. Where everyone else was getting the flu, you know, in town. And it, they were there for two weeks, two weeks, That's six. All right, tell us that off. again. It depends tell us how, that how again. quick you would bounce back, you know. Tell us that again, that, that formula, because many people, um, particularly in New England with the, the dramatic climate change, do get a lot of colds and flus. So, again, yeah, uh, tell us yeah. this formula. Well, there's different ones. I mean, obviously, I would tell them to get the book, and you have really but, – but garlic and ginger, when I, when I make my shake for my immune system and uh, my throat and all that, I put garlic and ginger because those are the two most powerful antibi- natural antibiotics. And then I put figs. Figs are amazing at dissolving mucus. It actually pulls the mucus out of your body like a sponge. Interesting. And, and detoxes your body. So it, plus it's sweet. So you mix that in. You don't taste the, the, the other things. I put kale in there and par- kale or parsley because those two are rich in iron, which builds strong blood cells, which you need when your immune system is low. Then I put either apples or pears in the shake because what they do is they remove toxins and they help you with bowel movements, drainage your lymphatic system, and they actually alleviate swelling in your sore throat and tonsils. So I either apples or pears. Then I put some uh, cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil in there, you know, maybe like a spoon or two, and those also build strong white blood cells. So I mix that all in the shake, with, you know, and, that, and then if, I, if I'm really needing a little extra boost, it's optional. You can add a pepper in there, a hot burrito pepper or a jalapeno, or even a little bit of it. But it, I use, like, coconut water as my, as my liquid, so that's sweet, too. So by the time you mix all that in there, you don't really taste the hot. And, and I, it, just, it, drain, it just gets it out of your system really fast. So I think a lot of people sometimes, unless you have a major problem with hot 
don't put it in. You can still get by without it. But if you're just, oh, I don't like the taste or what it feels like, it just depends how, I don't like sickness. So I'd rather mm. be a little uncomfortable and get the sickness out than deal with this, than be sick for two weeks because I don't want hot peppers, you know? Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about beauty and anti-aging. In your book, sure. you have beautifying foods like cucumbers and papayas, which are lovely. Uh, you talk about MSM and watermelon and avocados and onions. Address that whole idea of beauty and skin, and then we can go on to anti-aging, which is part of that as well. So beauty and thin or thin than that? Skin, word skin, S-K-I-N, skin. Oh, skin, sorry, skin, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, basically, you know, cucumbers, celery, papaya, the things that you mentioned, a lot of those have silica. And silica is one of the trace minerals you need for the connective tissues in your skin. So when you're taking that, you immediately start to grow the fibers inside your skin. It's amazing. It helps, you know, reduce sunburn, swelling. Um, it helps. It really helps pull out the toxins inside your skin. I like um, celery because celery really gets into the nitty-gritty and pulls out the dirt inside your skin cells. So, so a lot of people, even in the Roman times, they would take these kind of foods, you know, and the, the Greeks and the Romans, you know, they, they were big into how they looked. And they would take, even to this day, models, you see them eating celery sticks and cucumbers. So it really, really, really energizes your skin cells, maintains a healthy look, take, and neutralizes all the, all the free radicals that damage your skin. Um, watermelon's good in the summer. As we're coming to summertime, watermelon is really, really good. It even, it's been linked with decrease of some skin cancers because it, put, it puts oxygen inside the skin which is really, really good when you're in, in summertime, you're very dry. It protects yeah. it from, you know, sunburns, and it's amazing. Did, Even the water, watermelon is an exfoliant on your skin, too. David, when you give lectures, which you do, I'm sure, all over the country, and people, what is the number one question that people ask you about food? What do you keep hearing over and over? That's a good one, because there's different people asking different things. I, well, weight loss is a big weight. one. Weight, weight, weight loss seems to be one of the big ones because they want to lose weight, of course. And it depends. And then sometimes I go to other places and they're more, I think it depends on the part of the country. Other places, you know, they're, they're cold. It's a cold area. They get sick all the time. So they're always asking me, how do I make sure I don't get sick? Maybe like you're saying in the New England area. Yes. Um, and then you go to like California or Florida where you got really nice weather. They're, they all want to look younger, you know. So then there's anti-aging. But I think weight loss is probably one of the number one things in America that people are concerned with, first of all, I, I think, is weight loss. And then after that, I think it's just how not to get sick because mm-hmm. they, they, they can't lose work. They, they can't, you know. foods? When, when people ask you about foods, are there particular foods they ask you about the most? Um, yeah. It seems like they'll ask me a lot about the raw foods. It seems like the raw food movement is really getting big. And, you know, how much raw food should I take? Should I go 100% raw? And, you know, there's different people ask I would tell them, just start off with, you know, something raw. If you, if you eat a lot of heavy meat, mix it with a raw salad. At least that will cut down the time that's in your system, mm-hmm. and, and you'll stay lighter and healthier. So that's one of the ones, raw foods. What, let me ask you another thing. What about um, the intolerance I'm, we're hearing about so much to gluten, gluten-free foods, and people who are allergic to dairy and to wheat and to, in often, often dairy and wheat are, are real culprits. Yeah, because, for instance, dairy today is not like the dairy it used to be 100 years ago. It doesn't surprise me now there's so many people that are they have to eat gluten-free, they can't eat dairy, because the dairy a long time ago was a lot healthier than today. You know, I, I, honestly, 
I think the best dairy is raw milk, like raw goat milk. And there's a lot mm. of controversy. Everything that's really good for you seems like there's a lot of controversy over. And then in other countries, that they're fine with it. Um, yeah, so I think as our food supply is getting worse, too much dairy, dairy has, is pasteurized. Most milk you buy is pasteurized, which means it kills all the enzymes, all the good mm-hmm. stuff in there, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really help you. The regular milk just doesn't help you, really. Even though the oh. advertising say it helps your bones and helps this. Um, one, my, I had some kids, and when they were babies, a person that was really, really into the health foods and raw foods told me, don't give your baby milk right now. Because my baby was sick, full of mucus. You know, little babies, they get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally told me, don't give your baby milk for 24 hours. Just give her water. I said, oh, my gosh, so she'll starve. He says, no, the body will start to cleanse itself because that milk has a lot of junk in it. So 24 mm. hours, the, the, the baby just had water, and immediately it cleared up all the mucus, and she was healed. Interesting. So, so that's when I started realizing, okay, I agree, most milk products are not good. Raw, if you can do raw, it's better. But if, if you really have a problem with it, you know, uh, do almond milk. I have a daughter that she can't have anything like that also. What's your, what do you milk, think about almond milk, oh, oh, coconut good. milk and almond milk and soy milk? Oh, you want to, yeah, almond milk is better. It has no dairy. It's made from almonds. Um, some people like to do soy milk. So there's alternatives you can do. But if, even if you don't have a problem, I would say don't get, stay away from regular dairy. Mm-hmm. Even if you eat cheese, eat raw goat cheese, for instance. That goes right into your system. Raw has all the enzymes in it. Pasteurized kills all the good stuff. And all you get left with is basically mucus and toxins. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk. I do want to ask you again about gluten-free, about the allergies that people seem to have to wheat. Now, I didn't, you know, and again, maybe this didn't happen 100 years ago when we made our own bread. I don't know. People still make their own bread. But why do we have so much problem with wheat and with gluten? Yeah, because the wheat today, again, if you eat regular wheat, like you go to the grocery store and eat wheat bread, most of it is not really 100% Wheat, wheat. It's, you know, the, the better wheats are like the spelt, rye, you know, straight foods like that. Um, even oats are really good. But when you eat regular, regular wheat, it turns into sugar in your body pretty fast. White breads, regular wheat at the regular, like Safeway or something like that, but just as wheat bread, it's usually not 100% wheat. And so I, I don't eat it as well. You, you tend to gain weight. You tend to get sick easier. It seems to toxify your body a lot quicker than if you're eating really, like, you know, spelt, barley, rye. It's just really not good for you. It does toxify your system, especially the wheat today. So it doesn't surprise me that now we have a lot of people suddenly realize they can't eat wheat, they can't have milk. The breads even today are not like it used to be. And now you go to Europe, man, it's, it's a lot different. You, you can get wheat. And Germany has incredible breads that are, like, Fresh, fresh, fresh rye and spelt. And there seems to be less of an issue in those countries mm-hmm. than the states. Because the states, again, our food supply is not really that great. All right, David, we have just a couple of minutes left. So my question is, what's your message? What would you like to leave our listeners with today about natural to supernatural health? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I tell them um, if they can get my book, davidherzogbook.com. And that would really, really help them to go from natural to supernatural health. I would tell them, you know what, you, you deserve it. Do everything you can. Cleanse your body. Live stress-free. I have a whole chapter on how to live stress-free. You know, look better. Reverse your age. Feel better about yourself. Find out your, and then eventually you start discovering, wow, I have hidden talents and gifts 
I want people to come away feeling like I can change my life. I can eat healthier, change my mental thoughts, change my emotional state, and I'm going to be the person that I always wanted to be. I want them to come away with that, that they deserve a lot better than just basic survival mode, whether it's food or their career or their emotional state. I want to get people from survival mode to thriving mode, where they're thriving every area of their life. And a lot of it starts with food. All right, and they can pick this up in your book, Natural to Supernatural Health. And your website again is? Yeah, they can go to davidherzogbook.com. Herzog, right. H-E-R-Z-O-G. Or, or right. they can just order directly at sedonanaturals.com. Sedonanaturals.com. All right, the book, Natural to Supernatural Health, releases the secrets to dropping off unwanted fat and keeping it off reversing your body's age and making you look many years younger, super energizing your body, and discovering raw power of miracle superfoods, as well as many other things. David Herzog is a certified nutrition coach, life coach, and sought-after motivational speaker. And you, again, you can log on to davidherzog.com. And what was the other one again, please, David? Uh, SedonaNaturals.com. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, it was, it was an honor to be here with you, and it was a really fun interview. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Stay on the line. All right, folks, that, wrap, that wraps up Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Write to me, Patricia Raskin, Patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 